working, I think. Is it? It's working. Is it happening? It's happening. <laughs> the happening? It's the happening? I think so. With Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon? Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> One of them? Both? Both? Do they just switch out whenever they feel like you it? You never see them in the same room. I've, they never, think they, I've they, never seen them in a movie together. They keep switching out, I think. Every time Zoe Deschanel blinks, they switch. <laughs> Mark Damon and Matt Wahlberg <laughs> are both in that movie. They're the same person. That's the real twist in The Happening. There's only one. There's They're like the Olsen twins? Yeah, but there's only one. There's only one. I mean, that's like the Olsen twins. That's, no, I've seen them in pictures. It's it's fake. They just move I've seen re- them in movies. They just move really fast. It's a it's trick. It's not true. It's, they do it in post. They do it in post. Not true. It's, it's all fake. All twins are fake. They do it fake. Welcome to Hysterical History. <laughs> all about the facts here. Yeah, definitely. Not just <laughs> wildly accusing people of uh, not being real or being real. Yeah, especially when we have all the evidence. I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And we're here. And, <laughs> and we're here. Aren't we're you here. glad we showed up? We're here for you. We walked down the hallway to this room... To sit in here and talk into the weird black egg. Just just for, just for you, just for the egg. Just for you, individual mm. who's listening. We're going we're gonna to punt that egg right into its hole, just like in golf. Ugh, sounds so gross. Stop it. It's so gross. <laughs> That's what you do in golf. That's how golf is done. You don't really punt. That's not a word in golf. What do you do? You chip it in or you putt it in. You oh. punt. Punt is, is punt is what I was thinking of. <laughs> Punting is like football. <laughs> oh, <laughs> punting in. What is punting? It's like you kick it. Okay, you, you kick it. You kick, kick it with the, with the long thin mallet no, thing. You kick with your foot. Uh, you hit with uh, sticks. It's all semantics with balls. I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. What are we talking we, about? We really know what we're talking about here. It's not golf, probably. We're specialists. No, we're talking about weird things today. What is it? Uh, we had a, a fun recommendation on Facebook, which unfortunately I'm not going to be talking about. Maybe next week or the week after when I have another turn. Sounds good. But I'm going to be seeing family this summer, and that always gets me thinking about Italy. Italy. So we're going to be talking about Italia. Yeah. Italia or Italia? Italia. Okay. It's all about. I just know you really like Italia, too. Yeah. And that's great. mildly related, so. Uh, so, a little bit about Italy. What do we know about Italy, Alexis? It's a boot. It's a boot. It's mostly in the ocean. Da 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 da. At the end, that's it. Uh, I went there this year, two months ago. How was it? Hot. Yeah. It was very hot while I was there. Um, So maybe you should be in the ocean, boot. Yeah. You're too hot. It's very pretty. Um, The buildings are very old and pretty. People were very nice. They they definitely speak with the fake Italian accent that we give people. 
the stereotype, like, yeah. boom, they speak like that. That's really and the, true. the arms are going everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I was doing arm movements while I said that. You got it. You got it. It's not really, you're not speaking Italian if unless your arms are, like, windmilling. Right. And um, they were very grateful when I would say thank you just in Italian. Oh, that's cute. Like, they were like, oh, like, that's nice. Oh, and they would say you. it back to me. But they spoke very good, like, very good English. Uh, it was very easy to understand them, generally. Good for you. Yeah. Italians. Grazie. Good for you guys. Good for you. My mom would never say it. I tried to get her. <laughs> I taught her, like, a couple French words that she basically never said. Mm-hmm. And so then when we got to Italy, she was like, I can't remember both of them. Because it was, like, a lot of similar words. Right. Like, or to mean the same thing, but sure. it, like, is slightly different sounding because it's, like, slightly different version of Latin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she's like, I can't learn more of them. And I'm like, no, okay. they're the same thing. It's impossible. Like, I tried to get her to learn how to say sugar Mm-mm. because she always asks for sugar with her coffee. You can't. It's impossible. Um, and um, I asked for it for her when we were in, like, France when she would say sugar and they didn't know what she meant. Um, and so then I was like, well, then we should learn what it is in Italian. Which it's zucchero. Um, and so then I learned it. My mom didn't. Zucchero, you want zucchero. So I just had to say it for my mom. But they spoke better. <laughs> or they, not better English than the French, but they were more used to speaking English. Because I think the French, even in Paris, mostly just speak French. So yeah. they know how to do it. They're it's not, not going to sink to your level. They know how to do it. They just like they don't. Just, they don't do it a lot because they, they don't need to. They won't. No, they will. They refuse. They'll try. Refuse. But their language is so much better that they're like, "Why would I do this?" <laughs> then they know it. They're like, "Ours is better, and we've known it forever. And we won't do it. No, nope. we, we won't. Ours is better." We remember when French was the best. That's why there's so much French in English. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. We did that. We already, we already anyway, gave ours to yours. It's Italy. Italy. The uh, Italy uh, is is a very new thing. Yes. It's a very new thing. It only became a unified country very recently. As a, a unified country, it's younger than the United States by, like... 50 years or something. Yeah. It's a 19th century invention, which is kind of crazy. Because it used to be, back in the day, it was just like little bits and pieces, and everybody controlled one. And then those little pieces united, but not all the way. Not all the way. You can never get all the way. Eventually, it was like, now it's a one thing. Now it's one thing. What if we were a one thing? People were like, uh, I mean, I guess. I feel like they're still like that. I guess. I guess. I mean. We could do that. We could, but everyone knows that's not real. Why? But why? (laughs) For the taxes? I guess. So that when one part of us suffers economically, everybody does? Great idea. Great plan. Uh, but, but so they, they had a, like a tribal session and then they had an empire session and then they had city states and then we're, so for this story, we're kind of in that city state session. It's kind of middle ages, renaissance. All just pieces. All the pieces. Same with Germany. Germany did the same thing. Germany did the same thing. They were all in bits and pieces. And then eventually it was like, it's all the same. Germany. Right. And, of course, it's like the infrastructure, of course, has been there for longer. Like Yes. Um, but 
it's a country. It's very new, and you you definitely get the sense that they they still remember that. If that's ever, why. Uh, if you've ever, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that's why there's a country in the middle of the country. Yeah. That's why the papal states are just right there because they used to mm-hmm. be separate when there were pieces, and oh, then yes. when they put the pieces together, they were like, "But we keep this." But separate. we we absolutely cannot add that one because we are run by the voice of God through the Pope. That one is the Pope's house. And he won't give it up. He, We've talked about Pope before. He, they don't like giving up being Pope. We're going to talk about Pope today. Yay! <laughs> today we're going to talk a little about Pope. I love Pope. Uh, but yeah, if you if you go to Italy, if you know any Italians, you'll know this. If you If you go to Florence, they'll tell you that, oh, we make the best X... We've oh, all, yeah. And we've always made the best X. And oh, you were gonna go to what Milan? Don't bother. That's bunch. They're a bunch of gross. They're they're gross, swampy people, and they're they're idiots. They're just trying to be cool. They're but they l- fail entirely. They're liars and backs. They're dirty people. <laughs> You're gonna go to Venice, swamp people. I mean, it's true. Gondola perverts. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get on a gondola. Don't do it. Gross. If you go to Venice, they'll tell you, what, those Florence people said that? They haven't given me back my earrings from forever ago. Did they tell you that? A thousand years they've kept my family's earrings. <laughs> Liars. Also, we make the best X. Of course. That was a lie. And everyone hates Naples. And they all hate Sicily. It's fair. Uh, They're, like, at the bottom of the boot. Yeah. The farther south you get, the more, like, hickish. The bottom of the barrel, man. <laughs> They're all, like, farmers down there. Yeah. And they all have, uh, they all get kind of darker skinned, which, ooh, a coincidence, maybe? No. Probably not. No. No, I don't think so. It's different over there, but if you know any Italians, you know this is true. The fraction nature of Italy is important. Mm-hmm. And they have not forgotten if you have ever slighted your neighbor in Italy, they remember it. Yes. Because it's really just uh, an entire peninsula of museum curators, and they have been since Rome died. Yep. They're like, look at our cool stuff. Doesn't Don't people want to see our stuff? Mm-hmm. Remember when our stuff was used? That was cool. Remember when we had all the cool toys? Yeah. When was, we were the cool boys? It was the best. Cool boys and girls? What pope are we talking about? Uh, a few of them. Okay. It's not really any of them specific. So, during the 12th and 13th centuries, there was a robust power structure between the papacy and the Holy Roman Empire. Yeah. Um, just kind of in general, they just kind of hated each other a Which lot. Which is weird, because they established the Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> right. They crowned him. They did the thing. They tricked him. Tricked him. And they were like, just kidding. Tricked you. You're in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, uh, as a starting point, they kind of point to uh, 1075 with the investiture controversy, which I might talk about because it's kind of fun. Just because the the main some of the main players like knew each other pretty well, so it's more personal. Ah. They're like writing angry letters to each other, like, "How could you do this after everything we went through? After we were <laughs> such good, shared my lemonade with you. I did the thing for you that one time, and now you're like this about the empire. And <laughs> God said this, but we were bros. I can't believe you did this. 
They're just writing it out in like a mean letter. I have receipts. Like that guy in the vine. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. He gets punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. It's I exactly. can't believe you've done this. It's basically exactly like that. Mm. But for centuries. Nice. Uh, and it, it ends officially, quote unquote, uh, with the Concordate of Worms in 1122. However, the division, the like rivalry continues, obviously, well into the Renaissance, like the 15th century. Because mm. people don't forget it. No. The papacy and the emperors are still up in each other's biz. Well, I feel like that happens more, that's more common in the south uh, east area of Europe in general. Mm-hmm. Like, Balkans have been having wars with each other for so long that I don't think they know why they're fighting anymore. They're just like, I right. hate those people. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what'd they do? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> Something bad to my great-great-great-great-grandparents. <laughs> so I hate them. It got weird, man. You don't know. I'm like, okay. You don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Do whatever I, you want, I guess. Okay. Uh, so the division continues with some Italian city-states falling into one camp and some Italian city-states falling into one camp. Some are more for the Pope and some are more for the Holy Roman Empire and for the emperors and the kings and uh, fierce rivalries. Fierce. It's like when you have a disagreement in your friend group Yes, and you can't all... And you're like, wait a minute, you agree with Jerry? <laughs> no, Jerry? clearly Ellen is correct. Freaking Jerry? Yeah, like, like the main couple in your like group breaks up, and yeah. then you have to pick sides. You gotta pick. Like, they have a divorce, and you can't have both friends anymore? Yeah. Impossible. And then you lose other friends because they chose to hang out with Jerry still. With freaking Jerry. <laughs> Can you believe? Clearly we've already chosen the side we want because <laughs> Jerry's the worst. He's gross. Why Jerry? did you go with him? And the guy's like, well, I mean, we've been friends since we were five. And we're like, cut it loose. Cut him. He's the worst. <laughs> you got to get rid of Jerry. The one time he loaned that guy $5,000 <laughs> and he's never repaid him. And he's afraid if he cuts him loose, he's going to be like, you owe me $5,000. It's and a blood debt. And he only has like blood $600 debt. in the bank. <laughs> he can't do it. <laughs> oh, no. That's what's happening. That's basically, yeah, that's why you have to go on crusades yep. to pay back the man. It's true. <laughs> for Jerry's debt. Get, that's when it gets ugly. Yep. Ah, uh, history. So uh, this whole thing is a big deal. It's not just like something that's going back in the behind scenes. Mm-hmm. Like uh, movers and shakers in this whole thing over centuries are included in Dante's Inferno, sprinkled throughout Hellfire, all throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, as major people there in Boccaccio's Decameron, as at least you know, at least one character, Machiavelli writes a novel about it. Mary Shelley has a book about it. Um, Ezra Pound has some material. Nick Offerman, I guess, is in a movie. Cool. <laughs> recently, um, a movie came out recently based on the Decameron, where he's some uh, he's like a conspiracy theorist who goes out on and on about how papal agents are out to get him. Oh, fun. Which uh, I have to watch now. Yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds great. That sounds like me. all of my interests. The Pope's assassins <laughs> are after me. They're gonna get me. No, they're coming. The Pope, the gods, and God's boys. It also sounds like something that Dan Brown is writing a book about right now. 
Yeah, and it then really happened. Yeah. And Dan Brown's like, I know. But it's like he's writing about what's his face, Robert Langford or whatever that guy's name is, Langston. I have no idea. Um, Tom Hanks. Yeah. With the bad hair. Tom Hanks with the bad hair. <laughs> and like, he's, it's like Becky with good hair, but Tom Hanks with the bad hair. Ooh, it's not good. And, um, and like, he's going to be attacked by papal assassins. Yeah, right. But modern day. Again. 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 Papal states. The point being that everyone is very fractioned. Yeah. And there are many moving parts. And this is a long storied Game of Thrones esque chess bloodbath that goes on for years and God is on no one's side and everyone ends up in hell or a comedic movie in 700 years and no one gets out alive. Bye. Bye. Uh, But it's um, in the middle of this, Hmm. kind of in the middle of this, 13-something, 1325. Okay. uh, I'll, I'll give you kind of the... That's that's the long backstory. I'm going to give you the the short version of what happened, and then we'll kind of get into details because the details aren't as funny. Okay. Um, but in the middle of this is, uh, let's call it an episode. Sure. It's kind of an episode that's commonly referred to as the War of the Bucket. Oh. <laughs> what? The War of the Bucket, and the short of it is that some people in Italy have a big fight over a bucket. This is like, you remember when I talked about that person, that thing with Napoleon and, like, butter or something? Yeah. The butter basket controversy (laughs) or something? Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And I didn't understand it. Why? That reminds me of, it's like the War of the Bucket, and it's like, where's the butter? It's like, where's the butter? Why? What? <laughs> that should be the new slogan for butter. Where's the butter? <laughs> for butter in general. Not a brand, just butter. Just like, yeah, just like the butter coalition, you know, like how they had got milk just for yeah. like milk lobbyists. <laughs> where's the butter? Where's the butter? <laughs> anyway, what's in the bucket? You can have that one for free, butter. You're welcome. Big butter can just have that Big one. Big butter. Uh, you know... Uh, who is it? Is it Brian Regan who has that bit about one thing led to another and yeah. how it's like it's lazy storytelling, but it makes for a funny bit because you can have something his his what's his uh, example like uh, Adolf, Adolf Hitler, Hitler failed art school. One thing led to another <laughs> and it's like the United States dropped two atomic <laughs> bombs on the sovereign nation of Japan. One thing what? led to another. The point is that it's lazy storytelling, and clearly steps were missed. Yes. But this is going to sound a lot like one thing led to another. Okay. But uh, some Italians stole a bucket from some other Italians, and they had a fight over it. Sure. Uh, and I think, like, some 2,000 people died. Oh. One thing led to another. <laughs> uh. It's it's not as extreme, obviously, as two atomic bombs being dropped on Japan. Of course. Uh, nothing is. Nothing is. Nothing, hopefully, will ever be that extreme. Could you imagine dying in a war over a bucket? It's pretty bad. I would hate myself. Would, I know. <laughs> like, I'm getting killed for this? A bucket? For this bucket. Yeah, one bucket. 
And we still have the bucket. What? It's brown. Oh. It's got wood pieces and some metal pieces. It sounds like a terrible bucket. It it's it looks kind of dusty because it's really old. Yeah. Um, where is it? It's, you know, it's it's still... Well, in a we'll, museum or something? Well, no, we'll talk about it, I okay. guess. Uh, so here are the bare facts. This all happens in 1325. It's fought between the rival city-states of Bologna, who is with the papacy, and uh, Modena, which is with the HRE, or the Holy Roman Empire and the Empire. You know, the Empire. Never fight against Bologna. <laughs> Never fight against Bologna. <laughs> You'll always lose. <laughs> My fear has a first name. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, my gosh. No one's going to get that. That's terrible. No, someone will. It's in in northern Italy. In in, uh, the late summer, early fall, some soldiers in uh, Modena make it all the way to Bologna, and they steal a bucket from a well in town, and they make it all the way back. And it's it's full of loot. So they're like, are they like pranking them? Uh, I mean, they're they're soldiers. The two towns are kind of uh, they've been having conflict, and they stole stuff and put it in the bucket. I've I've heard two different accounts. Some okay. of them are pretty vague, and they just say it's full of loot, and others say that it's full of loot that was previ- it previously longed to uh, Modena. So it's so they're they're saying like they stole back some stuff. Yeah, gotcha. And but was, either way, they stole their, like, they, well bucket. They That's stole, not chill. Stole the well bucket. You need that for water. Yeah, and you can only make the one. Yep. There's only one bucket per city. It's going to be its root. <laughs> They're going to have to beg the Pope for a new bucket. They have to beg God for a new bucket. so embarrassing. The Pope's going to be like, you lost the bucket. It's like when you have to ask your parents... <laughs> To get you, like, a new backpack because right. you lost your backpack. Right. He's like, After well, they told you 12 times not to lose your backpack. We, I told you not to lose it. It's like, it's not hard to do. It's just embarrassing. Right. Well, maybe next time you'll keep better track of it. Yeah. You won't let those dirty empire people steal it That's from the you. fourth backpack this year, Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker, that's that's the fourth bucket this year. And he's like, Anne, why are, <laughs> M-A, no. M.A., why are you calling me Peter Parker? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm some weird celebrity or character in a story. It's very it's, weird. It's strange. Stop it. Uh, so the, the bucket is made of oak. Which okay. isn't uh, really important, but sometimes it's called the War of the Oaken Bucket. Mm. Uh, because, I don't know. Sounds cooler, yeah. I guess. Maybe. I, I, I love, I'm charmed by how it suggests a certain pattern of behavior, perhaps, hmm. to be that specific. Oh, that there are other buckets that have been stolen? Right, perhaps. Other bucket wars? A propensity or inclination to have other bucket wars maybe in the future. Yikes. Like maybe, uh, or maybe it's just hindsight. Like nobody calls it World War One at the time. Right, of I'm, course. I'm saying. The Great War. <laughs> the Great, just say. Maybe it sounds better in Italian. Who knows? Sure. But this bucket ceiling, in all other cases, about as dire as a summer camp prank. You know, oh, we stole your bucket. Ah. You, uh, we stole your bucket from you in the night. Losers. Losers. Stole your bucket. Uh, is, is, it's the last straw for everyone. It breaks the camel's bucket. <laughs> uh, 
at uh, the people at Modena. They put the bucket up on display. They're very proud of it. We got your bucket. Got your bucket. We did it. Got your bucket. Terrible. Uh, the Bolognese are irate and demand the bucket back. People of Modena refuse. One thing leads to another. And Bologna declares war on them. Wow. And uh, 2,000 people died at the Battle of Zeppolino. I mean, it's like if, if someone is pissing you off enough, <laughs> just regularly, yep. it may sound ridiculous, but you're so filled with rage for them already. Right. You're, it's... Which and at is, least they asked for it back before they said we're going to war. They did ask They weren't to, just like, well, they took it, so now they're dead. Well, they did take the bucket. It was like, hey, give it back, <laughs> and everything is cool. And then they're like, no, make Boy, me. that escalated quickly. And they're like, I will. I mean, that really got out of hand. And they killed him. Right. So the battle itself, let's talk about the battle, because uh, it does get a little out of hand. Bologna is very, very upset. Yeah. And they react a little bit rashly, maybe, uh, just in terms of, uh, um, uh, I don't know what the word is. Not not cruelty, just, um, like, size, I guess. Oh, they send a lot of dudes. They send a lot of dudes. They Mm. send, like, 32,000 dudes. Whoa. It's a lot of dudes. They have that many dudes in their city <laughs> who are ready to fight. Not in their, like, so uh, Bologna and their allies from Florence, from, from Rome. Florence and Rome are big boys. They're big boys. And they rally everyone to Modena to take back their bucket. And their whole squad's like 32,000 people. Right. They're super pissed. I mean, you know, not to make a reference to relationships constantly, but it's like when you have a fight with your significant other, <laughs> it's like, it's not about the tiny thing, it's about the big thing. It is, which is why and we so when you, talked about the whole conflict beforehand. Right, and so when you get to the punching, it's like you're going to react with the full force of the thing you're mad about. Mm-hmm. And not the, the this part. Right, it's not, it's not about the bucket. It's not the. It's not about the last straw. It's about mm-hmm. every straw previous. But they they're met by the men from Modena, Mantua, Ferrara, German troops sent over by the Holy Roman Empire, as well as the lords of Verona and Milan and their combined forces. Jeez. Uh, so the Modena side, they're sitting at about seven thousand when they meet. Uh, That's not enough. Slightly over the Bolognese border. They're like six to one. It's it's Yeah, I was going to say, that's almost seven times as many people. It's not good. And just the overall size of the battle is so extreme. This is like double the size of the Battle of Hastings. Mm. This is about like kind of in the range of uh, Agincourt. Mm. This is a lot of people. Which is like 90 years in the future still. You know, about 100 years in the future for the 100 years war. Coming up. Appropriate. Coming up. Luckily for the people on the ground, I think they're just, they're grabbing whoever they can because they just want bodies. So none of them are really trained killers. Well, that's good. Which accounts for how they only lose 2,000. Right. Because I was going to say. Although I've heard also 4,000, but still, given that there are so many, that's not too bad. Right. 
Uh, they're just kind of grabbing, like, farmers out of fields and stuff. Yikes. Uh, the Modena forces attack as the sun sets, routing the larger forces. The Bologna side flee back to their city, and according to their chronicler, Matteo Grifoni, it's over by nightfall. Oh. So Bologna loses. It's just the day. It's just the day. It's the one day. It's kind of like the evening. And they lose even though they way outnumber them. Way outnumber. Um, it's Russia and Japan before that happens. Uh, Modena takes the time to uh, just kind of destroy some protective castling around the area, capture a few handfuls of nobles as hostages. Mm, smart. Uh, Bologna are spanked so bad, that's the only battle in the entire war. They sign a treaty in January that ends it. That's so sad. So that's the War of the Bucket. That's the whole War of the Bucket. Modena keeps the bucket. They put it on display, and it's still on display. So rude. Uh, it's not. They put it up in they've, a, And they've never given it back? No, they haven't. They haven't so given, strange. They haven't given it back. You think in, like, modern times they would be like, as no. a sign of our friendship, you can have your bucket back. Do they have friendship, though? I don't know. They're they, only, don't, they don't kill each other anymore. They're only like 30 miles apart, but you can't give back the bucket. <laughs> it's like a, It's like how Egypt gave those like obelisks to France in the yeah. 1900s, but they couldn't move all of them. Yeah. And then in like 2005, France was like, you can keep them, even though they've never moved. Right. They just technically belong to France. It's all like, right. like, so, yeah, they they kept it in a in a bell tower for a while, mm. uh, just like bucket. Tower. It was like it was like the jewel of the town. So stupid. Uh, and this, um, I mean, it was basically like their their cathedral, right? right? Which they actually had to build up a little bit higher because it wasn't as high as the towers in Bologna. Ah. Uh, so they're competing even in that. They're not. You get the feeling they're not like friendly neighbors. I see. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so they keep the bucket forever. I'm pretty sure the one up in the cathedral now is a replica, but they do still have the mm. bucket. They just keep it in like the city um, hall. New Nicolas Cage movie. I'm gonna steal the bucket. <laughs> I'm gonna steal the bucket. And return it to its rightful home. But you, you thirty <laughs> miles away. I should, I'll, I'll, I'll look up a picture of it later. It's it's just on a pedestal. What dickhole? Just for a trophy. Just for just for funsies. That's so rude. Just for fun. And uh, they keep it up in their bell tower. And they, I can't believe they still have it. It's up on a pedestal. They have it today. I'm pretty sure. If if you don't still have it, uh, and like you, somehow you've gotten rid of it in just the last few years, because uh, the only resources I could find was like. People who had visited and were posting on, like, Reddit and stuff. Oh, sure. Like, for, Here's the bucket. They still have it. Here's the bucket. They still have it, but I don't know. Maybe they've moved it or whatever. Email us if you live there and tell us. Do you still have your bucket? And we always love hearing from you. That's cool. So this is, like, a fun, weird kind of war. Like, oh, my gosh, can you believe they had a war over a bucket? That's so silly. Goofy. Uh, But here's what they don't generally tell you. So, I mean... Along with all the stuff about how Italy is just a bunch of city-states, and even today, like, nobody flies the national flag. They all fly, like, their city flags and, like, their town yeah, flags. Yeah, I don't remember seeing any Italian flags. It's not about the country. Unless it's they're about, on, like, the train. Right, like, unless it's a government thing. Right, and the train's called the Italo, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, these towns are, like I said, like, 30 miles apart. 
There, at the time, there have been border clashes for months. There have been land seizures and smaller battles for decades. Uh. This was a pattern of aggressive behavior on both sides, including laying waste to the fields, decapitation and slaughter of soldiers, renegade agents, presumably civilians. It's just a part of this larger... Uh, papacy empire dispute and people cool. are really jazzed about it real chill guys super jazzed in 1309 like 15 16 years before the bucket issue the bucket. a guy named Ronaldo Bonascolsi became the ruler of Modena Parma Mantua and other surrounding areas under his rule, more anti-pope attacks were launched at Bologna so the current pope who's like John 20 something if 22nd, 23rd. Who cares? I think uh, declared him an enemy of the church. Whoa. To make that stick. Yikes. Uh, the Pope offers indulgences. Oh, cool. Um, paying people. Indulgences to anyone who attacks Bonacolsi or his property. That's crazy. Uh, indulgences are basically a way to purchase your way out of hell time. Mm-hmm. Um, even for sins like murder. Yep. So if you murdered a guy and then you go and, like, burn this man's house down, the Pope will be like, yeah, I can get you a couple years off for that. Yeah, that's um, that's a nice thing that God is happy you did. Indul- that guy, he hates him. Indulgences are whack. If I hate him, then God hates him. They're super whack. And that's all child's play because then in all the chaos and confusion, while all that like hatred and like terrible stuff is happening, that's when Modena soldiers sneak into Bologna and steal the bucket filled with loot. Not good. Uh, Possibly Modena's loot, which of course they steal back and they're very proud of it because it's like a small stupid win in the middle of this like very serious conflict. Uh, but you can you can set fire to Italian fields. You can behead its citizens. You can uh, make fun of God, but you can't steal their buckets and humiliate them. That's right. They won't stand for it, and they will never forget. The Middle Ages are the wild, wild west, dude. <laughs> it's, it really is. Oh man! So that's the story of the bucket, the oak, the the war of the oaken bucket. Mm. Which I don't. I don't know if there's other bucket wars. I hope not. I hope so. Yeah, it's sad. There are other, definitely other, um, other weird little wars. Weird, strange wars. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about a couple sometime. Maybe I should have done the funny part last. This is kind of a bummer. <laughs> are we done? Yeah, that's, oh. that's pretty much it. Okay. And everyone died. In the end. The, the pope, end. The Pope got like super serious about it and made it a bummer for everyone. Everyone's sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, whenever people are like, what time period would you want to live in in the past time? I'm like, no. No, uh, not really any. Bad. Not really any of them. They're all bad. I'd like to maybe visit for just a couple, sure. like, maybe a couple hours, some of them. Or like a day. If I could bring, like, a research team. Sure. And they could take notes, that would be cool. Or, like, the question I always ask is, like, can I pick who I get a B? Sure. Like, I would love to be high class, you know, during the, like, French Renaissance happening or, like, even in, like, the 1600s, mm-hmm. like, at, at Versailles at court. Sure. That would be lovely. But, you know, hell, I'd like to be high class now. <laughs> who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to be rich for a day? Sure. Um, sure, I'd like to go back and be rich any time. 
but also like, you know, those people could just freaking murder people, and it was like whatever. And sometimes the Pope was like, "Go for it, hell yeah, get that guy." God loves you. It's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) So scary. This is terrible. Whereas, like right now, Pope's pretty cool. Yeah, the Pope uh, won't, you know, take uh, years off your sentence if you murder the people he wants you to. No. That's uh, that's not cool anymore to do that. Yikes. And this one's like, you can breastfeed, it's fine, at church. <laughs> right. And I'm like, that's nice. Uh, the, yeah, you've, like, chilled way the hell out, Catholic Church, and it's very, it's good for you. Pope's like, gay people are okay. It's really good for that's you. That's fine. <laughs> good for you. Good. God has other stuff to worry about. Oh, man, it's good. Good times. Mm-hmm. Power is a corrupting influence, and the Catholic Church had, like, all the power. Right. I'm only worried because that Pope said he might retire. Like, he'll just quit. Yeah. Like, the last one. And I'm like, please don't. You're great. You're pretty great. Just do it till you die. It's fine. You're very old. Yeah. But, I mean, so was the last guy, and he still retired. You're, like, comforting. It's like, oh, you're very old. It's fine. You'll just die. Like, in, like, four or five years. It's okay. You don't have to retire. You'll just just die. You'll just die. You'll just die. That's what Mormon (laughs) prophets do. They just die. Eventually. Just just die. We just got a new one, because our old one was, like, 96, and he died. Right. What what are you going to do anyway? Right, when you're already, like, 80-something. You don't have anything else to do. You're 80-something. You're God's perfect boy. And when you die, you're going to keep being God's perfect boy, you Sit think. So still. just, you know, hang out in the nice chair. Yeah. Uh, and tell people they need to chill out. Yeah. We need you. <laughs> no, we need you. You specifically. You. You. <laughs> Soldier boy. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today uh, on Hysterical History, a podcast about history that is funny, probably. Hopefully. I hope you laughed. And uh, It's a little funny. People this, are people are weird. This one was a little short, but we wanted to get you something mm-hmm. because uh, I'm leaving Bye. the podcast forever. No. Bye. I'm I'm going on vacation and we had to do it pretty quick before I left. <laughs> so you wouldn't have nothing. So Yeah. If you still want to listen to more Hysterical history. Go back and listen to an episode you haven't listened to. Re-listen Yay. to your favorite episode. Look back and be like, I don't remember this one happening at all. We do that all the time. All the time. Including episodes we've done individually. Right. I had no idea I did an episode about a potato man. <laughs> right. When I, when I showed <laughs> Haley those pictures no idea. of that guy who had potatoes on his grave, she did not know what I was talking about. No. <laughs> I just tried to be supportive. I'm like, and you're like, oh, cool. And I was great. expecting you to be like, oh, that's amazing. And then I was like, it's your potato guy. And you're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> great. And please, uh, uh, we got a great suggestion on our Facebook page. You can send us suggestions there for episodes. Please email us also your suggestions at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. We would love if you'd leave us a review on iTunes if you like us or if you think we're okay or if even if you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. Um, leave us a review and you can email us and tell us what uh, topics you want us to do and we will do an episode about that. We'll work with you. Hooray. And we'll let you name it as long as it's okay. It'll be like your child. Yeah. Your little baby that we put out into the world for you. Yeah. We're like your surrogates. Yeah, we're like uh, we're like your DNA proteins. Yeah, and and the the little strands of stuff are like the episode. Yep, yep. 
Science. <laughs> yep, and science happens. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. You any more buys? Bye. Bye.